DJ Lindsay, I, I think I'm with everyone else in the same boat where I get tired of the same way of researching my travel plans or my own bucket list of places to hit. So are there better ways to come up with your way of traveling, maybe for the season or what have you? Google? No, like maybe a theme. I, yes, I hate the question. Where would you like I to go this year? I couldn't where you were going with that. <laughs> Traveling, hopefully. <laughs> Somewhere else. Somewhere. Yeah, so, so instead of just Google, maybe if you start your Google search with a theme. Themed travel. Yeah. Well, we do themed and parties. It, and it doesn't even have to be for, for like, this summer is my summer of such and such. Totally, this will work for that. But maybe it's even your way of traveling for the next few years. It's like in the next five years, I want to kind of have something that helps guide my travel research. Are we talking about like, I know people that have said, I'm going to visit every national park. Yeah, yeah, some along those lines. But then I also know people that said, I'm going to visit every Cracker Barrel. Which that's a lot of cracker that's barrels. That's a lot of cracker barrels, and they keep right? Adding them, they add more cracker. They add cracker barrels more quickly than they do national parks. Oh, oh that is true. Very true. <laughs> Statistically speaking, Statistic. I've looked it up, and probably almost just as many people camp there. So I think I I just came up with this. I'm going to plan a trip across the country that's just all the world's largest things. That's going to get awkward in a few moments. World's largest. Yeah. I found out actually a few days ago that the world's largest spur is a few miles from my house and I've never seen it. Did you know it's in Lampasas, Texas? It would be. It would be. Yes. The world's largest spur. Like a spur that cowboys have? I know what have. a spur is. I'm just I mean, who, flabbergasted. I, I, yes. <laughs> uh, well, let's see if we can explore some different ideas. Maybe some cool themes that would uh, be a nice trip adventure. Absolutely. And welcome to the RV Small Talk Podcast, where we talk about lightweight trailers, truck campers, and people, places, and adventures that go right along with them. We are your hosts from Princess Craft RV. I'm Clint. I'm Lindsay. And I'm PJ. Thank you so much for joining us today. Let's talk about... How to plan some cool adventures. Yeah, yeah. So here's 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 what got me started on this. Um, I obviously like to have like a thing that I am looking forward to that is attached to the camping. So camping is a means to an end. It really is not just camping. Like when I go with my family to Colorado, it's so that we're not just in the mountains camping, but the little secret sauce on that is I get to once every other year, try my hand at fly fishing. Or something like that. I think everybody does some of that. I mean, sometimes yeah. it's just like... I don't. Yeah, you do. I, no, I, I just want to get away and I want the kids to be able to run and climb the rocks and have fun. I mean, you have you, you have a focus in mm-hmm. mind when you go camping to some degree. Yeah. And sometimes it's just seeing what it's like. Yeah. Sometimes you just want to see what it's like. But there are those other things that you can add in that I think create a... An adventure. Right. I mean, they turn it from camping to an adventure, and, like yeah. fly fishing, like learning how to do something, or I want to hike that niner, or right. I want to do, I mean, there's something that right. you want to do. And I think that those, and that's another one that didn't even make our list is, is climbing specific peaks and all that. That'd be a great list. I think a lot of people do that, but if it's too general a list, then it actually doesn't inform the, the research and the reservation making process. If it's just, I, I want to go camping, then that's not specific enough to 
move me sometimes. Sometimes I need something that is more themed. Well, most people say, where do you want to go this summer? Yeah. You know, where do you want to go camping this summer? Well, let's go to Yellowstone. Let's mm-hmm. go to Glacier. Let's go up and see the leaves change. Let's, I mean, you have something in mind to see or do to plan your adventure. Mm-hmm. I think we wanted to think of something that was a little bit different. Maybe there's right. other twists and other ideas. Yes. And right. we came up with some interesting ones, I think. Like I can think of little towns around here that should have a festival and they don't. Like I think San Marcos should have a cricket festival. What? Ugh. Because they Gross. every year have so many crickets. <laughs> It's just like a person dressed up as a cricket, just like playing the violin. Absolutely. Well, we do have a lot of interesting festivals, like right here. I think every location does. I mean, we've got oatmeal festivals. We have watermelon. I was about to say watermelon. We have. Absolutely. Oatmeal is actually a town in Texas. My grandfather used to actually organize the oatmeal festival. Really? Absolutely. And so I would go as a kid and they have like a biplane flyover dumping oatmeal out on the crowds and all that. Oh my gosh. What? Absolutely. And oatmeal's not, it's. 20 it's, minutes from where I live. It's 20 minutes from your live and it has a population of, I think, three until the festival. It's a tiny <laughs> little place. It is a nothing town. Yeah, yeah. And then, then you're right. Luling, but it still has a sign? It absolutely does. And a, it's a huge oatmeal. It's like a three-minute oatmeal <laughs> container, <laughs> but it's it. huge. <laughs> yeah. And then you're right. The watermelon thump in Luling. Uh-huh. And they have, the, they have parades, a whole week of events, and they have a, a, a thump queen. That town just stinks. It, well, it smells like money. <laughs> yeah, that's what I always heard growing up. Town it smells just like stinks money because there's so many inside city limits oil pumps. Hey, yeah. maybe we that's should. Right. Maybe we should do a podcast that's literally just like weird festivals that we found, and then you yeah. could go camping there. You could take a trip wow. to like the weird festivals because Texas has a lot of weird ones. But I bet, I bet you, <laughs> we can't. Tell yeah. America has a yeah. lot of weird ones because those are those are both within an hour of here. So, right. uh, and there's more. We didn't cover them all. Oh no. So. I, oh I no, that's imagine. all of them in Texas. Those two. Oh no, it's all, Texas is <laughs> right here. We are in the center. Of it's the Texas. only festivals we have here. <laughs> but but I know that everybody listening is saying, "Oh yeah, we've got this festival, Heck that yes. festival." Oh, I mean, let's, we want to get hear a list going. The crazy ones. Let's let's start a list of crazy festivals. I like it. Uh, all right. Lindsay, you want to pilot the research on that one? Yeah, I got right, it. Cool. All right. So what did we come up for this episode to, to help us think? Do of we our, need to put out? Wait, wait, wait. Do we need what? to just tell everybody Lindsay's email so they can send her the cool festival they yeah. know about? Ooh. Lindsay at princesscraft.com. See if you know how to spell my name. Uh-oh. I mean, there's like, <laughs> there's only three spellings under the sun, right? Uh, if you know of a crazy festival, you could always send it to RV Small Talk. Info. No, yeah. it isn't. I'm sorry. It's it's questions. At questions at rvsmalltalk.com. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about your weird festival. I'll put together a podcast. It'll be fun. Yep. 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 Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Now. Now whoa, go. Whoa, whoa. Do that again. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So. Yep. 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 To this episode and what we actually put together. All right. So. Um, what interests or affinities do you have that could turn into a full summer of exploring? Food. Uh, okay, let's start Food's there. Food's the most Food. obvious, yeah. <laughs> don't you think? Let's chew on that one. Well, uh, you know, food. Wouldn't you just pick best restaurants? Or, or oh my gosh, that would that would be yeah. See, that it's just be, way too much. Best restaurants. Okay, yeah. well, but barbecue be, for one. No, you can't start with that. You start with Applebee's and you work your way down. <laughs> Oh no! I mean, barbecue road trips are nothing 
new. No, but I mean, they are... everybody from the, the day tripper to the yeah. food network to the magazines, everybody has yep. their barbecue trail. Mm-hmm. So why not get on the barbecue? So wagon? there's barbecue trails that are state based right. or region based because barbecues can be very regional. And all it's that. so different across the country. Yeah, yeah. So, so you can't travel across the country in your why one not? or two week road trip. I mean, that's kind of hard. One or two weeks, you can totally do it. One across, or, all the way across the country for barbecue. Yeah, but like, I mean, you you you're there's no good barbecue in like Florida. <laughs> Whoa! I think we just we Florida. just we just pissed Is off there? Florida. Okay, Florida. Is, let me go ahead and give you Lindsay's email. <laughs> <laughs> Is there good barbecue in? Yes, I'm trying just to think yes. another state, yes. but yes. It's, it's not like known for it. Well, Midwest barbecue is very different, right? But if you're taking a barbecue road trip, are you going to go to Florida? Okay, okay, so check this know. out. I found a website that says the 41 American barbecue joints you need to try right now. It's so easy to search these lists right now, right now, right now. Well, it is all 41 right now. Right is, now. is it lunchtime I, how yet? How many can I Uber eats right now in Central? <laughs> standard time it is 11 13 in the morning so yes right now Ooh, almost lunchtime okay so <laughs> this list i got from i got from the thrillist.com and i'm going to put these in the show notes but it's 41 american barbecue joints you need to try na- right now and i think which one has the best name well i didn't do print the whole list because that's a lot of paper 17th street barbecue in oh look at the name of that town murfreesboro illinois Okay, so Illinois, probably like some Kentucky. Midwest, you thinking? Midwest, yeah. yeah. Illinois likes to eat. Okay. Well, here's another one. Beast Craft Barbecue in Belleville, Illinois. Maybe this all starts with Illinois. Oh, here we go. Big Bob Gibson Barbecue in Decatur, Alabama, or Blood Brothers Barbecue in Houston, Texas. I mean, so here's the, I'm just barely scratching the surface. It is so easy to create a barbecue tour. Even if it's a region, I think you could do it. Yeah. Like, so, even if you were in Texas. How many days do you think you could eat barbecue before you officially said, I'm, I don't want barbecue anymore? Okay. Not forever. Here's obviously. what I can tell like, you. Mm-hmm. How we many spent days? eight days in Maine. Mm-hmm. And you've heard about my trip. Eight days in Maine. And our goal was to eat a lobster roll every day. Some days we ate lobster rolls twice because we happened to be in the right place and we had them yeah. on our list. And, and they could be very different. And that was when lobster was coming in, whatever it was. That's when we did it. And it was amazing. And I was not tired of lobster rolls at the end. And they use a different garlic you, butter on all of them. And they're all different. And everybody's was the best. <laughs> everybody's was the best. <laughs> garlic and butter. And then some were mayonnaise. And then some were nothing. Did and some were a secret sauce. Romanese. And it, it, <laughs> romanese. I did not say romanese. But <laughs> it could be. <laughs> So, Clint, how many days do you think you could eat barbecue without saying, I'm I'm done? I love this question because I have a fairly wide scope of what barbecue is because I can do the Texas barbecue scene. I'm not getting a straight answer, am I? I wanted like five. If I'm doing a barbecue tour, then I am doing, then I'm doing some, what I'm used to here in Texas, but also some Midwest, some, you know, St. Louis or something like that, where it is different. And then you head up Northeast or anywhere, it is different. And then if I want to change it up, 
Hello. Florida barbecue. No. <laughs> well, yeah, because because you better believe the Cubans down there know their way of doing barbecue. No, I want to try it. And but also Mexican barbacoa. You, there's so many ways to do it. Barbecue is a thing worldwide. I can and, do and this. It's kind I, of like saying, how many dinners in a row can you have meat? Exactly. No, it's not like that because at all. Because you can yes. barbecue yes. meat. If it's meat, you but can barbecue. But all barbecue things have that barbecue taste. That that smoke flame no taste. they don't they're all different good try I, oh my gosh y'all okay speaking of seafood I, I, move on to your seafood speaking list. of seafood <laughs> were we speaking of seafood Listen, your lobster rolls okay okay yes because i also had a listen thank you good, good segue it, it hurt a little bit on the transmission but we got switched okay so you were talking about lobster rolls and that fed into this other one fed into this other one oh my that, goodness that was oh. a seafood trip because i loved when i was younger and i took a train trip with my with my dad and sister stepmom and, and all that around the u.s one summer one of my biggest moments was clam chowder in a sourdough bowl on the pier in san francisco oh my goodness and and i totally did not ever (laughs) eat clam chowder before this but the experience informed my thoughts on this particular entry on the list i could do a seafood trip uh, absolutely. I will Easy. tell you, if I am traveling on the coast mm-hmm. or if I go down to the coast for mm-hmm. a camping trip, a vacation, whatever it is, my goal is to eat as much seafood as I can. Because, because you're by the coast and that's where you can coast. get it fresh. Yes. And I love seafood. So that is always on my hit list. But I've never really thought about having a goal of getting around all the best seafood places i've right. never except for maine that was when we were traveling up and down maine that was one of our goals and uh yeah i don't know maybe because lobster rolls have such bragging rights we had to see what it was all particularly about. in that neck of the woods yes. right? can you yes. real quick just explain to me what the heck is a lobster roll do they take a lobster and flatten it out and then roll it up uh, no, it is a piece of bread of varying kinds and sizes and densities and flavor. And they open it up and put pieces of lobster in it and make it a sandwich. Uh, so that's what a lobster roll is. Oh, that's that's your foundation. But, uh, every, but then you can put yeah. different things. So on it's it. sandwich right. style. I it's, thought they rolled yes. a lobster. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, it's like a roll. They mugged of, him and then they rolled him. Yeah, it's like it's like bread that's designated as rolls. Got it. Yes. So that kind of roll. I do have on here, and I'm going to again share everything that we have in the show notes. But uh, seafood, I have from the website vacationidea.com. Uh, restaurants is the best seafood restaurants in the USA. So, oh, and can I can I throw in Cajun right after that? Well, you can always throw in Cajun, because but I could not eat seven days of Cajun. Shoot me. Stomach. Couldn't do it. Okay. Count- Could not do it. Fair enough. I get that. It, it But I'm in. <laughs> I, 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 okay. I get your point but you can but do it you're wrong lobster rolls you can have Cajun but you know I could hang out in New yeah. Orleans for a week yeah. and do everything else I just could not eat Cajun so mm-hmm. I just don't there's nothing about Cajun that just wows me no really no not the not the, the, no. Fl- the spice profile I like the flavoring of it I don't like the seafood part how of would it you but des- there's still plenty to eat Cajun yeah. food that doesn't have seafood how would you oh. describe Cajun Cajun flavoring because it's, I have a way of describing it and it's maybe not that flattering but I think it it's still fair I don't know Dry rub it's like with hot sauce bold and spicy and mm-hmm. uh, it's like 
I don't know. Okay, so I would I would say bold, spicy. Obviously, you've thought about this. Yeah, I, I'd say bold and spicy, but also because it a lot of it, I mean, it's, it's real close to the earth kind of cooking. Mm-hmm. It always tastes in a good way. Dirty. Dirty. Yeah. Yes. You know, you, know, you, you get your... Uh, I bet there's a spice that's in it. And, that's, yeah, there's just something to it. And, yeah, I just don't know what it is. And once you commit... It's wonderful. Yeah, you just it's have to kind of like crab boil. Crab mm. boil always tastes a little dirty to me. Yeah, or but maybe something something's in it that tastes that way, or something like that. Along those okay, lines. well, I think about? we need to jump to the next line okay. that was yeah. under this food thing because as long as I have wine with my Cajun food, okay, I probably could do it seven nights a week. Could you remember it seven nights a week? Well, that is not. I don't have to write a, a summary or review it. I just have to experience. So it. I feel like this has become really popular over the past few years. Winery tours, yeah. breweries, yeah. distilleries, like making a whole trip planned around going to see those things. And, you know, it's become like, easier in the past few years because of a certain uh, harvest host. Exactly. <laughs> Yay. Which is harvest only growing host. and is done so well at serving the people, you know, the, the community of our viewers and people who are, it brought them together. It, I don't know that I can say enough about what, what I hear. I mean, the good yeah. things I hear from people That's who true. take advantage of harvest. Yeah, have you actually ever harvest hosted? No. Host, ho- harvested. I have the host. I haven't. Me neither. Have you? Reason I haven't because I haven't gotten the membership. Yeah. But I I keep planning to. I just don't know just if I would use it. Well, um, I know that I personally in this time period of my life won't um, because my family we just we to be honest y'all we don't drink much wine. Well, I know and we, that, and we don't do much distillery stuff we, do, we and just you don't have two kids and, and two that's kids. not yeah, on that's your the thing. list it's like trying to and camp at a at a winery with two kids that's not that's not what it's all about yeah but i'm telling you the reports i get back from those who do take advantages of this is unreal and even if you don't go for the wine or the distillery the locations are typically superb but yes. you typically also need a self-contained unit at which mine is not there's also other things besides distilleries and wineries that belong to Harvest Yeah, they have, need to say that too. Uh, farms mm-hmm. and um, farms. And then farms. Places where they grow animals and crops. Maybe that's another way to plan a trip. You just plan Harvest Host drop-offs because that would be kind of fun. It's mm-hmm. a different kind of camping. Oh, I'm sure a lot yeah, of people have a done lot that. of people yeah. could do that. Okay. Okay, very good. So, um, I okay, looked up what a- if you didn't want to eat or drink? Oh, what the heck is wrong with you? Well, I mean, eat or drink as a focus. Oh. Okay, very bold. Very it's bold. Just like she's like intermittent. Why are you even camping? <laughs> when, what if you love your sodas in a can and your sandwiches in oh, the fridge? Oh, okay. so I thought you were maybe going even one further than that. Like super. Like when I camp and travel, you just don't eat. It's, it's, I consider that entire time period intermittent fasting. Oh, yes. bad idea. No, no. It we, is time to. Do do just the opposite. Eat all the things. We like uh, every occupant of the tow vehicle hangry. <laughs> <laughs> Me hangry in a seat traveling. Bad combination. So we found one trip that actually, I don't know, seems really fun to me. Did this one speak to your heart? Yeah. It, I don't know. Fun. Famous movie locations. Wow. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So I would love that. Of course, this list has one from every state, but uh, I mean... Th- 
there's lots more than just one in each state. Right, yes. Right. Um, the Rocky. Naturally. In Pennsylvania, the steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Is that a federal building? Yeah, it's a good I don't know what it is. I, it's a building with a lot of steps. But yeah. how fun to run the Rocky steps, yeah. right? Okay, but in Alaska, which I'm not sure how I feel about this, but in Alaska, you can go see the bus that oh. the guy from Into the Wild died in. Yeah, the real oh, no. bus. Yeah. No. They like, I know how I feel about like that. They like airlifted no. it up out of the middle of nowhere and took it to a museum. So now you can go visit it. Wow. Which, no. I... I, I still didn't even, I had, tra- anyway, moving on. It's just such a crazy, can, can well, you, what about something fun? Yeah, I mean, like, like Gone with the Wind or something. Or Field of Dreams. The Birds? Yes. Alfred Hitchcock? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. super fun. Not <laughs> yeah, you can go where that was filmed? Yeah, that is in Bodega Bay in California. Wow. Interesting. So lots of places. Heck, you could go to where the TV show um Friday Night Lights was filmed right uh, like yeah, five miles that way because it's <laughs> yeah, right down real the Texas. Road. <laughs> uh, and you could go to Seal where they filmed a couple chainsaw, of movies. Texas Chainsaw Murders. Massacre. You know? yeah. yeah, Massacre. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw that, Massacre. Man, that's right. That's, that's, that's right down the road. A yeah. lot of things filmed around here that are the bur- notable. The Burger Shop from Sling Blade. You can go mm-hmm. see that. Ooh. It's in Arkansas. That would be fun. I mean, maybe Dead you could Poet just... Society. Oh, that, yeah. The place where... Uh, Tony Montana lived. Who's Tony Montana? Say hello to my Scarface. little friend. Oh, I mean, those places would be kind of. I don't know. I, I know. think it would be cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So a Jurassic a, Park, Lost World, Hawaii. What? Sorry. Where yes, is it? of course, Hawaii. So you might well, need no. to rent an RV over there. Yeah, it's <laughs> a wait, different kind wait, of trip. Wait, stop. Okay. In Preston, Idaho, you can go. To the house where Napoleon Dynamite was. Oh, goodness. I, think, I could I, pass. I think, Lindsay, you should do that this year. Gosh, but my lips hurt real bad. <laughs> yes, they're so chapped. You should take your trailer off some sweet jumps. Yes. <laughs> you ever taken off any sweet jumps? Oh, my God. I want to go see the Napoleon Dynamite house and just throw some casserole at a llama. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's your dinner, Tina? <laughs> uh, I think we need to move on from the movie. Okay, one. sorry. I don't know. There's a reason I had that list. That was that was good. Oh, I, yeah, okay, but I would like to say there probably are some really great places for some iconic movies mm-hmm. that you could look up. Mm-hmm. Even if you're just traveling through there, it could be like an extracurricular Thing. Okay, what if you have just one movie and you and you're just like, I just want to do this summer. I want to go camp in that area and see all the sights from that one movie. And maybe that one movie is Sleepless in Seattle. And then you pull up the screen at night at your <laughs> campsite and you show it on a sheet against the wall of your camper yeah. and mm-hmm. have movie night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder where Empire Records was filmed. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay. Probably on a set. Yeah. No, I don't know. I bet it's in real location. You're going to have to look it up. But everybody. It's a real record store? I bet so. Okay. So everyone who's listening to this podcast, we're recording this on (laughs) May, April. We're on April 6th. Lindsay, in two days. In two days, Lindsay, what is that day? Everyone needs to know because Lindsay wants everyone to know. It's Rex Manning Day. Tell us more. We mustn't dwell. Oh. (laughs) 
Not on Rex Manning Day. Um, Everybody, Lindsay's Rex about Manning to give Day. you the reference. Which, uh, oh, it's from Empire Records. It's a ridiculous uh, made-up musician that is the center of this ridiculous movie that takes place in a record store. And it's always been one of my favorites. But... I figured out Rex Manning Day is April 8th, which is also the day that they found Kurt Cobain, which is not a coincidence. They made Rex Manning Day the same day they found Kurt Cobain, but it's not the day Kurt Cobain died. Kurt Cobain died on the the 5th. They just didn't find him until the 8th, which is ugh. But... It was so well, it's like the day that the day that yeah. grunge music died or whatever. So that's mm. why they made it like mm. that. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. But mm. we celebrated as Rex Manning Day. Where, why, okay, why are focus we here? This is, this is an this out, Hey, did you know that Rex Manning is the name of our printer? Yes. In the office? I, yes. I didn't know that. He's the most yes. handsome printer in all the land. Uh, uh, yeah, speaking I don't know of why. handsome and beautiful. Thank you. What about lighthouses? Okay. I mean, they're like big towers that shine light. What's so great about a lighthouse, right? Have you ever stood next to a lighthouse? Lighthouses are super cool. It's flipping magical. I have to feel like that's the feeling someone like, I don't want to say five foot tall feels standing next to me. <laughs> but it's kind of like that. How is it? <laughs> it's kind of like that. How is it? So, so what do you, you have Taking a, a lighthouse store tour store? store would be really cool. Um, Mississippi, Massachusetts, California, North Carolina, Connecticut. Oh, that one's pretty. And a lot of times there's a house mm-hmm. next to it. Mm-hmm. And many times that house is now a museum. You get mm-hmm. to walk through the house. Yeah. You get to learn about the people that took care of the lighthouse. Right. Sometimes they were there their whole life. And they actually their somehow managed to have incredible stories. Yes. Yeah. And great stories that go along with it. I really, the lighthouses that I visited were fascinating. Just to... It's a it's a whole story in and of itself. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not um, I'm not seeing Texas on this list. I didn't print the whole list. There's there's a couple left in Texas. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was totally joking. No. I didn't think there were there's any lighthouses left, in but, Texas. That's silly. We don't have the we don't have the big tourist draw light, lighthouses. No, I was kidding. I didn't think there oh, were yeah. any lighthouses because in Texas. we come in on a Gulf, not on the ocean. Oh, but we had our shipwrecks. We had our share of shipwrecks. Oh yeah. Well, if you wanted to tour shipwreck places, mm-hmm. we could. We have those. Like, okay, let me try again. Contribute. You know, I don't see Colorado on this list. Thank, go- thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness. That would be a lonely lighthouse. <laughs> let me try again. <laughs> uh, but I think that w- I think that would be fun. Yeah, kind of towards the the history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now. PJ, you actually had a list coming off the history part of this was something about presidents and where they camped. Where they camped or where they not lived? Camped. You're right. No, no, no. Where How they do lived we know where one. presidents camped? No, no. Better. I had that wrong. It's, presidents it's, camp? Yes. Yes. Well, I have Teddy the list. Roosevelt. Would you like for me to tell you? Yeah, I think it. Yeah, go ahead. Tell me. <laughs> Say thanks. I, well, we're being manic today. I, yeah, well, you know what? You Our ready? topic you ready? is our special. You ready? It's my fourth cup of coffee. <laughs> I didn't hear your breath, Clint. I'm waiting to exhale. Breathe with it. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Tell us about presidents. Is everyone still with us? I can't imagine. Um, Well, I have a cool list of getaways. Where did presidents go to just go somewhere else? Do you um, mean it wasn't always just Camp David? uh, 
apparently not. Camp Uh-oh. White House. <laughs> Camp White House. We hold you in our heart. I'm not going to finish it because PJ will look at me like this. <laughs> oh, you can't. Oh, I'm sorry. It printed really small, didn't it? <laughs> so what he's telling you is the old lady can't read the sheet so i'm passing oh, it over which Uh-oh. is okay hey which you would see if you're watching yeah. on youtube i will bring my glasses to the next night okay fight. so i'm gonna tell you i pulled this from nationalgeographic.com and their travel article where the u.s presidents went on vacation again that'll be a, a link in the show notes but let me see if i have a few of these lincoln's hilltop summer retreat um uh, it's where some of his most critical decisions of the Civil War were made. Mm, um, a decision-making spot. Yeah, Calvin Coolidge uh, was in, would like to go and retreat in South Dakota. Uh, Hoover would like to go. Uh, says the mountains in the Blue Ridge Mountains. So this actually, this is a, a FDR's. Uh, trips would be in in Georgia, so you could go to these places and tour them and all that. But uh, you can camp really close by and kind of have a very similar experience. And you can reflect on these these guys who carried the weight of a country and sometimes the world on the shoulders. I feel like this is a very dad road trip. Yes, <laughs> but you know what? There are people who really love history, uh-huh. and you know you can always do. The know, Civil, Civil War, War locations. tour yeah. and the Revolutionary yeah. War locations, yeah. but I just don't. But I presidential don't know if I could do eras, that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think that's interesting, and maybe there is a couple of different things in that area that you could visit. Certainly, mm-hmm. if you came to this area, mm-hmm. you could learn all about the 1960s. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a drink the other night in the hotel where LBJ used to wait right. for his elections. Right. Um, then we have his ranch nearby yeah. and the wildlife area that is named after Lady the Johnsons, Bird. Lady Bird. Uh-huh. And, and the whole museum. The LBJ library. <laughs> yeah. right. I mean, so there is a lot, if you wanted to learn about that era, mm-hmm. there's a lot right here. Yeah. And I suspect there's other areas like that too where you yeah. could just pick You make a good point a president. here. If you want to learn about an era, learn about the presidential things that happened in that era because if you go to lbj you're going to learn a lot about civil rights uh, time period stuff a lot of uh, the the music that was happening then that's right lots of cultural things happen and you can sum them up or do a lot of research at presidential locations and libraries and museums and stuff like that Mm -hmm. absolutely what a great way to learn history that's right. That's right. And sometimes that's what's more interesting to people rather than movies mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. barbecue. Yeah. Very cool. All right. What's what do we got next? Wars. Wars. Well, OK, so I'm going to move over these quickly because we did mention these are really easy go to trips, especially for dads and history buffs. But if you wanted to do a Civil War kind of summer or whatever, easy to do. I have a link, but you could also do a Revolutionary War kind of trip and, and Lindsay Lindsay's just making the stank face stanky list what? all right get those out of here next one I just don't like we're on vacation let's go learn about people killing each other I don't know uh, history is very important and I understand that <laughs> I'd rather eat barbecue <laughs> okay maybe it's just me would you but rather eat fish no 
No. You will never we can be learn a, about wars. You'll be a terrible pescatarian someday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. I would die. Uh, one that I thought was really cool and kind of a little bit different was 10 places for Native American vacation experiences Ooh. with your family, okay. which is oh. something I didn't even, I, I wouldn't even think of. Awesome. Yeah. And a lot of times they are experiences, yes. right? Like you can see things and touch things and learn things and it's all kinds of interactive mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so uh there's the red earth art center and red earth festival in oklahoma city mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i want to learn i want to learn to dance and and paint cherokee north carolina monument valley navajo tribal park in arizona and mm -hmm. utah mm -hmm. lots of mesa verde national park yeah. man We've been there. That place was cool. It was super Every, amazing. I remember that so well. Everyone needs to take young folks. I'm saying if they're if they're eight years old and up, they need to have on their schedule a trip to Mesa Verde. I remember that place so well. Yeah. And and it was really interesting. Um, you you maybe you only spend an hour there. I think we were there at least half a day. Yeah. But maybe you're only there an hour. But if you take a tour. And the person explains to you what you're looking at. Mm -hmm. It is fascinating. And then everything that you see around you after that for the next three, four days right. has that relation right. to yeah. the native. And there's a whole lot of uh, how the history. heck did they how come did they up this do and this? Do it? And then how the heck did they disappear? Mm -hmm. There's also that that aspect of it. They just phew, gone. Yes. The last place on this list, definitely worth noting, is the National Museum of the American Indian in Washington, D.C. So mm -hmm. uh, probably a good place to go. But that would be a cool little like themed road trip because it's fun. It's educational, takes you to different parts of the country mm -hmm. and you can eat barbecue while you do it. <laughs> yeah. Even if yeah. you just go to one of those areas, um, I think I might hesitate to do it, especially with children, because I wouldn't know quite what I'm getting into because yeah. I don't know anything about it. But they're really geared towards families visiting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they have events that you can join in on all throughout yeah. the yeah. day. That's what that's that. That's what they thrive on is like right. the whole family. Can yes. I, can I just say some of the best family moments and conversations come from families showing up in places the parents aren't ready for? <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. You, you show up in a place and the parent is like, I, I have not studied up on this. I don't know what, what my kid's going to be exposed to. And, oh, I guess we're diving in. And it turns into, honestly, some of the most real moments, real conversations, real depth. Yes. And best memories because it's not it, because there's some control that has to be let go of. And the questions that you know you're going to get because they're kids, mm -hmm. you know, you may not be able to answer immediately. Right. But if you don't know everything, mm -hmm. you're learning right along with your kids. Mm -hmm. It's a culture you're maybe not mm -hmm. intimately familiar with. Mm -hmm. So but they provide you with all the activities yeah. and. Yeah, I think the next thing that parents might worry about is, would my kids be bored? They're just going to be bored. It's just going to be lectures and demonstrations. Kids are fascinated. Yeah. And when you go to those locations where they have really geared to teach you about their mm -hmm. culture. The kid will find their is, thing. And there's interactive kid mm -hmm. things. I mean, there's things specifically for kids to do. Right. You know, they get to be their own whatever and they get to 
paint something and they get to decipher the hieroglyphics or they get to understand what it was like going up and building a fire right. and why they built it here instead of there. Or do it's the dance fun. or learn the dance. by someone who, who, who can explain this dance means something. Yeah, it is. I I just don't want anybody to shy away from that idea because of some preconceived notion. Everybody should check that mm-hmm. out. And I am really sad that I did not do that when my kids were little. That's I think it's an amazing experience mm-hmm. and it can be a great one week vacation. Sure. Awesome. Awesome. OK, what else we have? Lindsay, I think what about what if uh, someone wanted to do just a music and art festival summer? Oh, my gosh. You'd never come home. There's like so much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think if you picked a genre like this summer is it's my I don't know. Death summer metal. Of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you really might never come home. <laughs> <laughs> summer of death metal. Don't do that to yourself. Is that, you said pick a genre. <laughs> Can you imagine pick that? Pick another one. Okay. You know what? Maybe maybe you need to at least do one stop of of death metal and death metal art. And death metal art. <laughs> like metal things that are broken and welded back I feel back like that together. would be all axes and, and, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and swords. Jagged. And, yeah. And Spikes. Oh, like but I mean, Game there's Thrones, a bajillion Thrones. music festivals. We just did a podcast a few weeks ago about how to camp at a music festival. Some tips and tricks mm. and some different music festivals. Mm-hmm. So if that sounds like it's up your alley, you should go listen to that and mm-hmm. see schedule around those. Most of those are early summer and then like late summer yeah going into the fall i think they figured out that middle of the summer is a bad idea yes in texas it is but wouldn't it be fun to do like okay this summer i'm gonna do one jazz festival i'm gonna do one i don't know rock and roll festival one maybe reggae festival one reggae i mean a little bit just i you know maybe Mm-hmm. Maybe nope. I don't know. I don't think I would survive the electric forest, but I I would give it a shot. Uh, what if, do you think that the right time to do midsummer, right place to do midsummer music and art festivals is actually Canada? What do you think? I wonder if they do like middle of summer. Well, but their summer is only probably what two to three months long. But if it's in the middle of the part that you don't want to be doing one in the states, then maybe if you just keep going north, you can find one. I guess. Can you get into Canada now? Yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah. You just poke holes in the box and a little food. And... <laughs> All right, moving on. My goodness, antiquing. Oh, antiquing. Yeah. Wow. I could get down with that one. I could do an entire week of antiquing. Yeah, but there's big old, there's locations that are like known as. Would so Round Top be one of them? It's got to be. It's yes. got to be. But I don't no, know if it's on the list. list that, oh. lady. Remember, Sorry. I didn't print the whole list, though, because yeah. they're really long. <laughs> and real tiny. Millerton, New York. Mm hmm. Yeah. So this list comes from photos.com. And it's, uh, this is a 10 best (laughs) antiquing towns, Adamstown, Pennsylvania, Wit, I can't say these, Galena, Illinois, all that's vintage. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it be, I mean, Hazel, Kentucky. Are there couples who both love to antique though? Usually it's one, maybe more than the other. No, no, no. You just got to find yourself a house of hoarders. And they all love antiquing. Yeah, I mean, don't you and dad both love antiquing? 
You yeah, just, some you just look others. for different stuff. Yeah, you just look for yeah stuff. he looks like for mannequin mannequins, <laughs> mannequins <laughs> and story. giant iron T Rexes, and you look for other boring stuff. Yeah, okay. Well, maybe I'm the boring one. <laughs> I my didn't stuff, say that. I my said stuff generally fits in the car. Okay, I, did, I didn't uh, say you were boring. Generally, does not. So, so, and that's just another thing. They were talking to RVers, and they're like, "Wait, but how do I get this home?" Antique people, they know how to ship stuff. If yeah, you buy it, they're, they're in they the business of... Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, he's now in the market for a phone booth. So I really don't think antiquing in Connecticut is where to do that. But round top, maybe. Yeah, and so is he a fan of Doctor Who? No. no, he is just... He just wants a phone booth. He just wants a phone booth in his okay. backyard. Where I, is I don't the mannequin know to supposed you? to make all her important phone calls to the T-Rex? Well, it's got to be hard to dial that phone if you got two left hands. I don't know. I don't know how lefties do it. I don't either. Yeah, how do they dial phones? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I want to talk about my places I found. She wouldn't fit in the phone booth anyway. Really? She's sitting down. Could you can you, sit down in phone booths. They have little benches. I guess some of them do. Is this a sitting only mannequin? Like it's not well, able to it, be. It's yeah. not a movable mannequin. No. It's not a movable. Oh. And she's like, yeah, she's sitting, but her legs aren't like fully down. They're like out a little bit. So okay. she does take up a lot of room. Well, she doesn't have to close the door. You, you just put a little She stool doesn't in there. have to close the door. She doesn't have to close but the door. But she could sit on top of the phone booth. She could. All right. Salt, problem solved. All right, moving on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we are anymore. <laughs> All right. I think there's also just some quick flybys because we're starting to run long. Uh, some other ideas I had were just education-based trips. Maybe maybe you just make a summer of museums visits or maybe even you're into university campuses because I'll tell you, every time I'm on a an old university campus, something in the air just feels different. It's the old buildings are usually t- well taken care of. There's history there. You can feel Dork. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, coastal beach tour. That kind of goes along with the uh, the fish, the seafood tour. Rocky or Smoky Mountain specific summers where you just travel up or down, depending on where your starting point is. Learning a new skill. Yeah. yeah maybe, it's a, maybe it's the summer of fly fishing and you go to different locations, but you also take different classes. You know. So what would be a, a hobby like that that you could like set your sights on doing this summer that you've never done before? Mm, I mean, fly fishing mm-hmm. is one of them. Mm-hmm. That is something people learn. Mm-hmm. You can sign up for classes and then learn the places yeah. to go in, in a certain area. Maybe you actually want to get else? good at kayaking or maybe you want to get good at, at mountain biking. There's there's some great places all over with great instructions, uh, instructors and, and all that. Um Everything. Heck, I would, since I'm getting into off-road motorcycling and all that, there's schools all over the U.S. in fantastic locations for adventure and off-road motorcycling. And you get to go to these places, camp there, and take a couple-day class. And can you start from nothing? Absolutely. Can they give? Do they give you a motorcycle? You can rent a motorcycle. Okay. Mm-hmm. We need to make a list of hobbies you can learn from, like, point zero. Yeah, because yeah, you, that's the catch. Yeah. I always think, well, well I can't do deal. that. I don't know anything about motorcycles. Believe it or not, every hobby can be learned 
from point zero. Well, maybe, but can you go on vacation? Can you do it with two left that? hands? Ah, I bet you can. Sitting if, down with a little little bit of research and work in a phone book. Okay. Well, also, no. she's naked. Uh, okay, that's another hobby you can start from zero, but that's <laughs> not. You have to start that one from zero. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, moving along. Yeah, but very cool. Mm-hmm. I I would like to see that list of hobbies because uh, this podcast was about thinking outside the box. Yeah. Learning to and think about now things we're in thinking, a different way. And now we're thinking, okay, I, well, if I'm going to learn a hobby, what I, I don't know anything that I know anything about. Okay. So. All right. I got you a hobby for this summer. Okay. Okay. Your hobby this summer is from zero, hang gliding. No. Yes. But you could teach me crossbows. Did y'all know how good Clint is? I don't do crossbows. Uh, not crossbows. Just any bow. Yeah, whether it be traditional or compound, I'll teach you that. Compound bow. That's what I meant mm-hmm. to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we have people here in the dealership that are learning that. But is that a way, uh, probably not a good vacation. That are learning sure. that? Sure. You can totally do that as a vacation. Yeah. Okay, everybody, the big deal here is that you can have an angle to help you to help inform your trip planning. You can have an angle that really helps you and your friends, your family, your travel partner to really make the best of it and maybe even have an easier time while you're Googling and making those reservations. Well, I'm inspired to try some new things. I'm not quite sure what yet, but I think- It won't be a crossbow. Yeah. No, but no. but I think I think maybe a pepper tour. Go go find all the all the regional best peppers, the habanero, the green chilies, and all that. You could do it. I I could do it. That I could not do every day. Maybe a salsa but, tour. But yeah, I mean, inspired to think of something else to just learn about, investigate, or mm-hmm. enjoy. Yeah. So I'm inspired. I'm trying to think. Maybe a thinking tour. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I want to do like an embroidery tour and go see the world's greatest embroidery stuff and take classes. Yeah. Not really an outdoorsy thing, but I can take it and sit outside and do it. Yeah. You could do it. Heck yes. I'm sure that's out there somewhere. I'm so excited. All right. We're going to mix that with her electric dance music tour. Embroidering boots to and death cats metal. And boots and cats and boots and cats. There's a contest out there that is death metal. That that's uh, that's like uh, it, it's a real contest of death metal knitting. What? I've seen death metal yoga. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you win what? prizes for being the best. I don't oh. know. I don't know. Okay, everybody. <laughs> I don't know. Thank you for joining us for this. Uh, who knows what this is? Ex- exciting episode. We say that every week. Yeah. Who knows what just happened? We don't. We'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> for who knows what will happen. Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode at rvsmalltalk.com or join us at the community group on Facebook, which is the RV Small Talk community group. You can also catch us on YouTube because we're starting to video these things and put them out so you can see us talking on the microphones. Just look for RV Small Talk on YouTube. Because we else? have a place to video it now. We do. Yeah, that is so exciting. We have like a bigger office mm-hmm. and, and a big blue and wall. And three chairs and, and a, a table. Yes. <laughs> We are officially back to being the Blue Room. Still a work in progress, but we are getting there. Well, you'll get to see our work in progress on YouTube if you care to. Lindsay, you got the the whole rate and review pitch. 
Oh, yeah. You know, if you listen to our podcast and enjoy it or don't enjoy it, go to Apple Podcasts, rate and review us. It really helps it put it out there for other people to find us so we can spread this information to everybody. Yeah. And we recognize that not everyone is an Apple user. We totally get that. And we uh, we affirm your choices. Absolutely. <laughs> It's just that Apple Podcast is the only place where you can review and it somehow makes a difference. Algorithms, but, people. Algorithms. But if you are listening on any other apps, Spotify, iHeart, um, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever it is, you can still subscribe to the podcast and make sure that it serves you up our latest hot bit of podcastage every time we put it out there. Man, we had a lot of housekeeping today, but thanks for listening through it. We're going to get to other important things here and record again next week. So from RV Small Talk Podcast, thanks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.